Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I am Amy Ravel. And I am Kirsty Perugia. And we are The Art of Decluttering, and we're here today, this week, to chat about magic wardrobe number. What does I that know, mean? that's the most random podcast title I think I've ever come up with. I think so. So Amy often renames me when we're recording things, and she'll give me weird, weird names, like like magic unicorn feet or... Yeah, fairy popcorn lollipops. Yeah. So and so she and when titled, I send you mail. Yep. And did you? I was really disappointed. I sent you something on the weekend to be delivered by courier, and I was hoping they weren't going to put my name down, and it was just oh, going to say good morning. I would have known. It said good morning. I, I know. <laughs> I know. If that was the clue that you would know who it was. I loved it. But I was so disappointed when Cal said. He sent me a message while you were still asleep and went, is this you, Kirsty? <laughs> you sent me this. And I was like, yes, of course I did. Well, he and- couldn't work out why it said good morning because it came at like three o'clock in the afternoon. I'd gone down for an, I'd gone down for a nap like I'm four months old. <laughs> you are. I'd gone down for a nap. And when I woke up, Cal said, I'm so confused. Why does it say good morning? And I said, ah, that's because I've decided from now on, whenever I call Kirst, I'm going to answer good morning because even when it's four o'clock in the afternoon, I still answer the phone. Morning, Kirst. <laughs> I always just think it's morning, regardless of what time I get up, regardless of seeing a client. So yes. the card on these beautiful cookies said, good morning. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I like the... Um, Alicia, the lady who made it, sent me a message, said, these aren't going to go out in the morning. They're not going to get there until the afternoon. Are you okay? Like, do you want to change the greeting? And I said, no, (laughs) it's part of the joke. It has to still say good morning. That's the best. I didn't realise that. (laughs) Yeah, so she was even trying to help us, but I was like, no, 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 it's it's all part of it. Yeah, I love funny names. 
I love naming you things. When my sisters and I transfer money between our bank accounts, like we're buying a group present, the transaction title will say something like monkey eyeballs or Lucy Lou lollipops or green grass sky heaven. Like we just write whatever. (laughs) And it's just kind of fun to see what comes up. Yeah. So that is why we've called this episode Magic Wardrobe Number. Now, do you want to explain that a little bit more, Amy? (laughs) This topic idea actually came to us from Belinda, um, who works for us, who, yay, Belinda's working for us now, which is so exciting. Um, She said she'd seen a lot of questions on the community page where people saying, like, what's the magic number of items to have in your wardrobe or what's the magic number of items to have in your kid's wardrobe? And so that's where the words magic and numbers came from. And then I just mongrelized it into magic wardrobe numbers. Mm. Yep. So I apologize everybody for Amy. (laughs) (laughs) No, I keep life interesting, Kirst. Yeah. 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 That's one way of describing it, my friend. One way of describing it. So we are talking about, yes, how much clothes do you need in your wardrobe? How much clothes do you need in your kid's wardrobe? What What's the magic number? What's the magic number? So is it 47? Is it 333? Three, three? Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, Courtney, how you going? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll have to reference. We'll have to let people in on what that means. Um, so the magic number, Amy would love to give everybody a specific number. Oh, I'm going to. You are going to, but this is Amy. Amy would like a black and white rule for everything always ever, other than naming names of podcasts. Yes. <laughs> she would like there to be a definitive rule. And I, on the other hand, being the rebel that I am, would like no definitive. I would like everything to be unique and it to be totally dependent on you and your unique family. <laughs> Which it will be. Because that's life. Yes. Because <laughs> so, Amy is not God. She cannot control everything. <laughs> well, I was with a client today. So Jackie and I were doing a client's wardrobe today, which I thought was fun. Um, not a minimalist wardrobe by any stretch of the imagination. I think she had more dresses than I have items of clothing. So, you know, everyone is different. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have got some ideas on if you were to start a ward- child's wardrobe from scratch, what would you buy? But before we get to that, Kirst, how long ago do you feel like we did the clothing episode? If you had to pick a date or an episode number, even a date, a date would be better, actually. A date, because I do know the episode number because I just put it in our show notes. So I want you to pick a date date. of how long ago, because I feel like it was only a couple of weeks ago that we recorded an episode on clothing. I think we did do one in ISO. No, I I checked. Did we do a laundry one in ISO? We may have done laundry, but it wasn't about clothing. It was about like laundry cycles. Uh, See, I feel like we did one on, so yes, it was about laundry cycles though, wasn't it? And how often we do do clothes. So um, it does relate. So I feel like that is what you are thinking of. And that was in ISO. No, no, no. 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 I'm thinking of this one. No, but what I, 
oh, sorry, I meant like what that you felt like it was very. Oh, no, I this is because when I re listened to it this afternoon just to see what we talked about, I'm like, yeah, this is the one I was thinking of. Ah. It was a lot longer ago than I thought it was. Yeah, no, so I'm going to say I think it was early 2018, like February or. Oh, wow. It was August 2018. Whereas yeah. I said it was like November 2019. <laughs> Oh no. Oh no. no, no, no. <laughs> so if you want to go back and listen to our clothing <laughs> episode, which is episode 62, maybe, Kirst? Yes. Do you know what number it was? You are correct. Okay. It was 62. Um, if you want to go back and listen to that, we talk a lot in that episode specifically about how to de- know when to declutter clothes, how to make decisions around decluttering clothes, seasonal declutters. We talk about storage, like coat hangers and how you fold things. So we talk about all of that. Today's episode, and we've got two wardrobe episodes, which I think were our first ever two episodes. Is that right? Or yeah. the second and third? It was really early on. Yeah, no, I think we did welcome and then wardrobe one, wardrobe two. Beautiful. So you can go back to those. But today's more about like What's how many clothes number? is enough? What's the magic number in your wardrobe? Mm. So... I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't tell you what my number is in my wardrobe. Could you tell me exactly how many? Did you do that this afternoon as well? Did no. you go count your clothes? No, I did not go and count my clothes. But Jackie and I were saying today after we saw our client, um, she said, do you feel like you're due for a wardrobe declutter? Because we hadn't talked about us decluttering our wardrobes in a while. And I said, I probably am. But the joy of ISO at the moment is I have a few tops that don't quite fit right and so I've been wearing them on Zoom meetings because it doesn't matter that they're, like, not quite sitting right around my waist because as long as it looks good, like, halfway up, it's perfect. So I feel like I've got a whole other year out of a lot of clothes that otherwise would have gone, like, some silk tops with rips down the side because the silk is just so fine. I've just been wearing them because no one can tell. Yeah, I keep going into my wardrobe going, I would like to refresh this. And then I keep remembering that nobody's seeing me other than (laughs) my clients and the people who do see me. So uh, clients, we wear uniforms. So it's the same thing every week that they see me. And then other people who do get to see me because we're not in lockdown like you are in Melbourne. um, I really... Um, I may be seen outside of the house once a week. Mm. They, it, so I'm just like, it doesn't matter. doesn't matter at the moment. So um, as much as this is like ideal, we would love to give you an ideal number. If you're in lockdown in any form, shape, way, maybe like, maybe it's not the right time for you to decide exactly <laughs> how many clothes you need in your wardrobe. Or maybe it is the perfect time because you're so sick of your wearing, wearing your clothes to death. You're so sick of wearing active wear every day that you might want to like go and have a look around your wardrobe again. <laughs> One of the things that's been really great for me in ISA is I've worn through a few different um, items of clothing. No surprise to anyone. I've worn through a few pairs of pajama pants <laughs> and they've ended up with massive holes in them, like just so threadbare that you can see everything through them. And so I've been having to throw them out, but because nothing in Melbourne is open. And if you go like online shopping, everywhere's out of active wear and sleepwear. So I can't actually buy any, whereas usually I would have thrown a pair out and then justify going and buying a new pair. So my challenges at the moment is like, how many pairs of pyjama pants do I really need? I'm at one and one that really needs to be thrown out. 
but I'm getting by on two, whereas usually I would have thought I probably needed three. Oh, three, three PJ yeah. pants. Yeah, because hmm. I, if I wear them, if I've got to work from home day and I'm choosing to wear my pajama pants as my <laughs> business attire, like I would not wear them like the following night, like I would wash them. So sometimes I am okay. washing them every day if I'm wearing them as my, you know, lifestyle wear. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So how many clothes do you need? I think that one of the ways that you can determine if you need how many clothes you need is really looking at your laundry cycle. And we talk about that in the laundry episode, so you can go and listen to it, but we'll, we'll, we'll do a highlight reel here now. Um, Amy, how often do you do your washing? How long does it take you to get your washing from off dirty bodies back on clean bodies? Oh, back into the wardrobe, yeah, probably into the wardrobe. two to three days depending on if Jesse is up to scratch. And it also depends sometimes if like the sheets have been washed. So if there's a couple of sheet loads or the towels are being done, um, it may take a little bit longer. He does have a tendency to leave cows and my washing to the very last. Like he'll do two loads of his and Elijah's stuff. And I'm like, Jess, don't forget that dad and I have dirty clothes too. So ours can take a lot longer than theirs. They can be like 24 hour turnaround. Mm-hmm. So there's probably almost a load done every day. And do you put clothes in the dryer? In the winter, or? yes. Yeah. In the winter. Yeah. Um, we'd, I don't put any of my clothes in the dryer because I hate that dryers shrink clothes or that make them go funny shapes or I just, I'm not a dryer person personally. So all no. my clothes get hung over a clothes horse. What about you? Do you use a dryer? No, we very rarely use a dryer. Like, in fact, we went many, many, many years into our marriage before we got a dryer. I think we only got a dryer in this house. Yes, we only did get a dryer Mm. in this house. And we probably only got it three years ago, four years ago, maybe. And so it's still not our preference. One, because it uses a whole lot of energy and natural resources. And two, we live in Sydney. So the weather is a lot better than Melbourne. Yes, that's true. So we have a longer, you know, we have nine months of good weather here and some some years, 12 months of good weather, good drying mm. weather. Mm. Um, and so we really only use it. And again, we also hate that it shrinks clothes and you never yep. know. You never know. It's like a lottery. It's like, you know, it those is a lottery. lottery things that spin around and yes. spit a ball out. It's exactly like that with the dryer. Totally. Who knows? which piece of clothing is going to come out as a size eight when it went in as a size 16. Yes, exactly. So <laughs> Simon's a lot better at knowing all of that than me. So I'm even too scared to use the, the dryer. Like I'll wait, I'll just let him do it because I'm like, <laughs> I'm too scared. I'm going to shrink everything. So that's his job. Um, so, but we wash every single day because, well, particularly during COVID because at least one of us is home to put yep. the washing on. I think maybe during the last six months there's been like maybe like five days that there hasn't been something in the wash um, and we're, and Simon's very, very good at making sure the sheets get done and the towels get done, whereas left to my own devices, nothing would get washed ever, <laughs> ever. <laughs> You'd be living in a frat house. I would be living in a frat house and we would probably have way too many clothes because (laughs) that's just the way I would naturally roll. 
If, however, something were to change tomorrow, that wouldn't be the case. But if left to my own devices from the beginning, that would have been the case. Yeah. But now I like I probably put the washing on just as much as he does. Like I'm like I'm actually freaking out this week about I've got four clients in a row this yeah. week and I'm like, oh, he's already put the washing on for tomorrow. He's going to hang it out in the morning, which means there'll be no washing put on tomorrow, which means how am I going to get my clothes ready for Wednesday? <laughs> so <laughs> I'm slightly peeking about that. But that's a whole other story. So, but we usually get clothes back in drawers within 24 48 hours yeah and I think that makes I know what we were talking before we hit record about this episode and you were saying well how many clothes you have depends a lot on your laundry cycle and I would actually flip that around for a lot of our clients is their laundry cycle often depends on how many clothes they have so I've had quite a few clients that say to me oh we only wash once a week but when they wash, they do six loads and the mounds are so big and they actually don't need anything that's in that mound because they have plenty of clothes in the wardrobe or the mound doesn't actually fit back in the drawers. And so therefore they would actually be better off having less clothes, which meant they needed to do their laundry maybe twice a week, but it's not as stressful because it's actually all working. Yes. And that's why I, um, often say to people it's not I totally agree with you it's not necessarily how much you are doing the washing now could you just repeat that first bit of the sentence I agree with you I totally say it I sometimes agree with you (laughs) that was a mistake on on my behalf no go on we're not getting Jared to edit that out (laughs) (laughs) I totally agree with you Amy excellent yeah keep going keep going very very specific thing Um, I agree with you that often people are only washing once a week because it is feeling overwhelming and some people, yes. So always in every circumstances, and I think this is another thing that we agree on maybe, Amy, (laughs) is that it always helps to declutter. Yes. Always helps to declutter. And then when you're doing the decluttering, you can think about how often you do the washing Mm -hmm. and whether the washing is predicated on when you need undies or whether it's predicated on, I am only home on the weekends. Like I don't have time during the weekend, during the week to do the washing. So if you don't have time to do the washing during the week and you only do it once a week, that is very different to, well, I only wash when we need it, when we Mm -hmm. run out of undies. (laughs) And for those clients, you and I probably both say to them, well, if you had less undies, you would probably be motivated to wash more regularly. Which would be less overwhelming and there would be room to put things away and you'd actually feel like it's way less of a burden. Yes. I've got a client at the moment that I'm trying to convince her to outsource her putting away to some of her children, if not all of her children. And we were having this conversation about laundry and chores and um, the amount of things and just talking about just how having less stuff forces you to do the washing and it also takes next to no time to put it up to put one laundry basket away Mm. whereas it takes a lot of time to put eight people's washing away plus the sheets plus towels for three bathrooms plus whatever else Mm. goes on. 
I think for adults, this question of the magic wardrobe number is impossible to answer because it, it is determined by so many differentials, determined by where you work, how often you work, what you do when you get home, do you exercise, do you exercise twice a day, do you need to change your clothes when you get home from work, what do you do on the weekends, do you go out at night, like it is so many variables that come into account. What I thought though is when I thought about children is I actually think there's less variables with children because they're always growing and I think that's a really important thing to take account of when you're talking about a child's wardrobe in opposed to and not growing anymore adult's wardrobe so you know I'm thinking like right up to 17 18 19 I know lots of adults who are growing in and out all the time (laughs) and that can be a problem with can be one of the barriers that adults need to overcome when they're when they're talking about their wardrobe is but I I fluctuate in weight but anyway let's go back to the teenagers (laughs) So can I share what notes I wrote down on? So I wrote down if I was like a foster carer and I knew that a 14-year-old boy was coming to my house tomorrow and I had nothing for him and I knew he was going to be with us for six months, this is what I would go out and buy or I would take him with me more likely than not. But like that kind of concept. So starting with nothing and needing to stock a full wardrobe. So I wrote down if they're in uniform, so if they're at school five days a week and they're wearing a uniform five days a week, I would get them five T-shirts and five school shirts, so ten tops altogether. I'd get them five short skirts, dresses, like whatever it is that they choose to wear, and five school pants, so ten of those, and probably three pants or leggings for that cooler weather. I'd get them two jumpers, seven pairs of undies, seven pairs of socks, one pair of bathers, and two pairs of pyjamas. How do you feel about that, Kirst? I've written it down so you can see. Tell me your thoughts on just really pulling it back to basics and going, do, does a teenager need more than that in a week? Um, I think they need, they could definitely do with less school uniforms. Ah. I have never bought five of anything for my children. They're not teenagers yet. But during primary school, they have never had, because our kids do sports like once or twice a week, so they might have five shirts across, but there'll be a combination of sports. Yeah, but they'd have five school shirts. Yeah, so I suppose then, yeah, but they may not even have that. They may only have, so sometimes they've only had four or Mm -hmm. three. We always do five because I, I don't ever want to feel the pressure of on a Friday having not done the washing and running out. Like I just, that's too much for my head. I prefer to have five uniforms. Mm. Awesomely, right. our high school has no uniform, which is the best thing in the whole entire universe. And within like, at, I think this year we've had uniforms worn, what, for like seven weeks. And maybe he'll wear his grade six T-shirts for another seven weeks at the end of the year, not even. So, and then we're out of uniforms forever and I cannot wait, baby. Which is because you cannot wait because you have a boy. Imagine having a girl who is very fashion conscious and very socially pressured. That I would be a pain. It would be, but I think... From all the discussions at our high school, a lot of the girls don't because 
yes, I think there is a lot. If you're in a uniform all week and you see your friends on the weekend, there's like this pressure and peer pressure to look and wear and be. Um, But the feedback from our high school is actually by having them in casual every day of the week, within about three weeks of starting year seven, they all just go for comfort, uh, which is really interesting. And, you know, other kids who are in year eight, nine that we know say, oh, no, no, nobody cares because this is just what we wear every day. Um, And I love that. Love it. Did I mention I love not having uniforms? Did you love, love, love it? Oh, I love, love, love it, baby. (laughs) I thought for school-age kids, like primary-age kids, it'd be pretty similar. Like you're really talking about enough to get you through a week, but I think it changes when you get down to preschoolers and toddlers. I found something else that I would change in yours, Mm -hmm. your list as well. I would do more than one bathers, but that's because we live in Sydney. That's true. And you live in (laughs) Eltham, far, far away from the beach. Yes, so if you were a beachy or pooly people, if you had a pool, you would definitely need more than one. That is true. Bathers. Yeah. So bathers, for those who don't know what we're talking about, is swimwear. Oh, yeah. Another <laughs> lost in translation. Yes. Swimwear. Yeah, that's yeah. true. If you live, but all of those things, totally agree. Totally mm-hmm. agree. Um, and even at school age, if you've got a bedwetter in grade three or four, you probably need more than two pairs of pyjamas as well probably want to account for being able to throw them in the wash with a set of sheets um, and then have some backups as well. Mm -hmm. Yep. I like your fives by twos, by threes, by seven. We'll put these in the notes or we'll put maybe in the Facebook community as well. You'll do a beautiful graphic for them. I probably will. You're right. You will. I know you. (laughs) You won't be able to help yourself. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Preschoolers and toddlers, I think just by the nature of how messy and gross they are, Mm -hmm. you need more items. Um, Not so much that you wash less. It's just that they go through them more. But also remember at that age, they're not in a size for particularly long. So, yes, you might need to buy them, say, seven T-shirts instead of five, but in six months' time they're probably going to be in the next size up. So they're not lasting as long. So you can just have them on high rotation. You might have ones that are like preschool or kinder T-shirts that already have paint marks on them or little holes in them. I know we did that. The kids just wore whatever they wanted to kinder because I knew they were going to get filthy. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Yeah. So I was with um, a client a couple of weeks ago and we were going through her two-year-old's clothes and it's a second child. So lots of hand-me-downs and also some hand-me-downs from cousins. And I, they were shocked at just how many clothes mm. that child had, like a, a, a mountain probably up to our bottoms of clothes yeah. like we part we did a Marie Kondo and put it all on the floor <laughs> um and it was very overwhelming and we settled on for their family who they do a couple of days at preschool and a couple of days at home um and I was having this conversation with them about well you know home you just need it can be preschool as well because it's not like they need to look good in your home. It's only mm. when you're going out to a party or on the weekend or to grandparents or somewhere who somewhere that somebody else actually cares. <laughs> um, unless you're like, unless you're totally like us and you want them in Dolce and Gabbana all the time. Of course, just like yes. ourselves. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so we settled on the seven to nine. For that family. Awesome. Yeah. I really nine. like that. Yeah. You need a lot more undies though for that, for those younger ages when they're toilet training um, or if they're starting to toilet train at night, maybe they're two or three. I don't know how old kids are when they're toilet trained at night because my kids were freaks and we're one when they're toilet trained at night. That is not common people. So I don't have a good perspective on that. <laughs> yeah. Lots of undies probably, and pajamas. Yeah. And it just also depends on what they're doing with undies like if you're putting them in night nappies and oh, just going through some undies during the day like yeah yeah, yeah 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 so it just you you have no idea because your kids are freaks they were I totally and, agree with that and mine are the opposite freaks yeah so we don't have, so a, we have, we have no a balance idea. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know we're just hoping by 18 all's good yes <laughs> I'm still hoping for that and I would think that Three PJs, it just, I kind of go two to three PJs in both seasons. Ah, so people do. So someone, a client asked me that today and said, because I was saying on my pyjama pants, blah, blah, blah. And she said, well, you're nearly into summer pyjamas. And I went, what? I don't understand. Like, what's this summer and winter pyjamas? I just have pyjamas and I wear them all year the same ones all year round and she looked at me like I was a freak yeah don't worry people I'm doing the same thing she is I'm looking, looking at, me at her weirdly like, like you're a weirdo <laughs> yeah I wear the same thing to bed it's 365 days of the year three-quarter length serious? cotton pajama pants and a like a single top or t-shirt every really? single night for the entire year yeah mm-hmm. so you have to be interesting for you my oh, I'm not looking forward to that <laughs> So you have summer and winter, do you? Yes. Does but all the family? Enough, I don't. Yes. Okay. But, but for, for all of my family, we all get down to not much when we're actually in bed. Oh, it's the lounge around beforehand. Yes. yes. Right. So the lounge okay. around beforehand, we definitely have summer and winter. Or well, Oliver right. just has summer all year round. Yeah, well, that's right. And maybe hot. that's... Maybe yeah. that's it because my boys just wear shorts and T-shirt, as do we. Yes. Whereas <sighs> Simon even does summer and winter and Amy and I definitely do summer and winter. Interesting. Okay. But we all get into not that much when we're under the covers. Right. Yeah. 
And you reckon I'm TMI? No, I wear clothes. We all wear things, but we don't, I do not wear flannel. Well, we've spoken about this before. Oh, yes. Flannel tape pajamas. Sticky tape PJs with flannelette sheets, you become sticky, stuck to them. Yeah, Velcro man. Yeah. And I, it doesn't matter. I just need a blanket on me. And that creates its own warmth. Because you're so hot in bed. I am hot. I'm so hot. (laughs) Can I give the recommendation that we've kind of given our ideas, basic template for what you might do for toddlers and preschoolers and primary and secondary age children or high schoolers or teenagers. But I would challenge you to see what you've got and to delay buying the next thing, the jumper, the new pair of socks, the new pair of pyjamas until you really need it. Because, you know, like we're talking about this with kids, let's say we look at the preschooler list that might cost you maybe I'm going to go for $250 to get everything on that list. Maybe well, we just did school, school age for Emily okay. and bought her and we bought her, very similar to what you did, minus the school uniforms. So mm-hmm. we did T-shirts, shorts, um, jumpsuit, dress, no undies and socks, but yes to the bathers and yes to the PJs. And we okay. spent $200. Yeah. So I so that's for preschoolers, that's probably about right then, $200, $250. And if you are needing to do that every six to 12 months. What or if every could- three months. Yeah, when they're really like growing like weeds. Yeah, or if they're really seasonal. Like if you live, we live in only a two-season climate. Like Melbourne, yes, there's more seasons. (laughs) But there's not, but you really only need winter and summer. Yeah, and and you swap in between. Yeah, Yeah, like you just layer in Melbourne. Melbourne's a layerers. Whereas (laughs) if there's more extreme and this is so please you know you you listeners who live in real snow we have no idea we don't know what we're talking about we're talking about we're talking about mild winters and 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 hot hot summers hot hot summers here yeah Yeah. so and then spring because Mm. spring and autumn are the same here yeah so please take everything we say with a grain of aussie salt (laughs) It's just a great little framework to think when you go to the shops, you're like, my kid's outgrown everything. So Jesse at the moment has outgrown everything. He was wearing his volleyball uniform yesterday because he has nothing that fits. He's just, I saw he's just grown. We went online, nowhere has any clothes in his size. So he's just wearing what he's got, which is not a lot. So when we go to the shops, as soon as we're let out, I can look at this list and go, great, I need to get him five T-shirts, five pairs of shorts, two jumpers, seven pairs of undies, seven pairs of socks, bathers and pyjamas. Done. I don't need to go there and just wander around just putting things in my cart, which may end up costing me $400 because, you know, teenage clothes are big instead of 250 Yeah. And that's what, like we made Emily write a list. We went, we made her go. She went on her own volition, went into her wardrobe and assessed everything Excellent. and said, okay, this is what I need. I need two pairs of shorts. I need to like, and did her list. And we only bought to that list, except then Simon came along and he loves spoiling his little girl. 
and border a little bit more (laughs) sweet what about for adults Kess like I know we're probably nearly out of time but like here's my advice for adults and I would love to hear yours it's half of whatever you've got whatever you've got it's probably about half that's how much you need or even as a luxury if you went 50% of almost any wardrobe probably even yours and mine Kirst definitely like I don't have very many clothes. There's been times when I've had 17 items. So I don't have a lot of clothes, but I reckon at this stage in life, I could probably go the 50% too. Well, I definitely could go the 50%. And that's why I think when you're going to look at your clothes, like really look at them and really go, well, again, how often do I wash or how often do I want to wash if I, if all things being equal and if I was starting afresh how often would I wash? And then if I'm going to wash every day, well, actually it probably means I only really need, this is being really extreme, three pairs of undies. Yeah. like, But it's and, true. Yes, I know. I know it's true. That's why I'm all like, it's a little extreme, but really if you're washing every day and it takes 24 hours to get them back in, you really only need three or four pairs of undies, but okay, we'll, we'll be really generous and you can have eight pairs of undies. (laughs) Like, but again, like if you, how many t-shirts do you really need? How many shorts do you need? How many jeans do you need? How many jackets do you need? And a really great way of decluttering your clothes to then really assess how little you can live with is by doing our wardrobe declutter challenge. We've been promoting that a bit at the moment because so many people have been getting into their wardrobes. So we've been like, oh, by the, and people are asking in our Facebook community mm. about wardrobes a lot. So we're like, hey, this is a free declutter challenge that you can do and people are loving it. So you can always head over to the artofdecluttering.com.au slash challenge. Try that again. You, you say it. <laughs> the artofdecluttering.com.au slash wardrobe. Wardrobe. Yeah. Okay. Good. You, got, you got the slash bit, right? Slash. I got the slash. <laughs> it was just it the It used to be challenge. Did it? Yeah. It might have been on our old website. You're right. Yes. Yes. Yep. So wardrobe and you can do our wardrobe challenge there. Um, but yeah, I would really, yeah. Um, also another good way of deciding how much you should keep is actually looking at what you using your natural container of your walk-in wardrobe or your drawers um, to decide how much can Mm. actually fit in there instead of thinking that you need to buy a bigger house with more wardrobes or go out and buy another chest of drawers you know this family that I was in a couple of weeks ago when we did the two-year-old's wardrobe they have a walk-in wardrobe um, that they're not using because he's two and he's still getting changed on a change table. Um, but we decluttered so much that they had two bedside drawers and a chest of drawers um, and we got it down to using only half of the chest of drawers. Oh, that's like, awesome. So much so that we could put it, we could have put it in um, one of the side drawers, but we were like, well, those two, like the two sets of side tables don't even need to be in his room anymore. Brilliant. And, and the chest of drawers won't be there for too much longer when he's actually using the walk-in wardrobe because all uh, of course, yeah, fit in the walk-in wardrobe. But. And they're going to get bigger as he gets bigger. Yes. <laughs> um, but this, yeah, like it, we literally, you could have sawn the chest of drawers in half That's by cool. how much we 
decluttered yeah. like and we just you decided that we went to this list and went okay how many of each mm-hmm. item of clothing do you need and at the i think the most popular item of clothing was t-shirts you know we had like seven to nine t-shirts but only five to six pair of shorts or so seven good. shorts so yeah so and that good. was for a toddler like that yeah. was for yeah a two-year-old who yeah I love it. And if you're a bit stuck and you've done the wardrobe challenge or the thought of doing it on your own is just daunting, we would love to come and do your wardrobe with you. We absolutely love it. You can try on all your clothes with us. If you want, you can just look through the clothes with us. You can go quick, you can go slow. It really is whatever you want it to be. So just send us an email, drop us a DM if that is you. And we love doing kids' wardrobes as well. Yes. So if you want us to come in and help you really decide and really make all these assessments with you, how often do you do the laundry and how often, how big is your containers for your clothing and really help you go through this, then we'd love to do that too. Awesome. We wanted to give a shout out to Stephanie R who has become a Patreon supporter in the last fortnight. So Stephanie, thank you so much. We adore our Patreon community. If you too want to become a Patreon supporter, um, there's a link in our show notes you can follow. And do we have a review this week? We have a really nice review. This one is a review specifically of our Are You OK episode, Mm. um, which was a couple of weeks ago, and it's from Elizabeth Thompson. It's a five-star review and it says, Hi, Amy and Kirsty. Thank you for acknowledging this day. Like Amy, I live in Melbourne and this lockdown seems endless. We have a new grandson born just last weekend and we haven't been able to see him yet. And I have parents who are in aged care. Currently, my mum is in hospital and no one can visit her. So yes, it is a struggle some days, but I also know it's important to reach out for help and talk with friends. I love your podcast and I'm working my way through the earlier ones. I started listening about a month ago and I've recommended you to my friends. I very much identify with the way that you approach decluttering with your clients, mindfulness from the heart and understanding of sentimentality versus practicality. As I write this, I'm in the midst of repurposing my kitchen cupboards. I got that idea from you. Thanks. Thanks, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. I have a challenge that I forgot to tell you about before we got on the show. So I'm just going to go with it. Uh, And if it's terrible, just do a sorry Jared at the end and he can cut it out. Okay. (laughs) So I was thinking in terms of reviews, when any podcaster does a hey rate and review, it just seems so generic. It seems like anybody who's like feeling motivated, go and do a rate and review. I thought we could possibly do a bit of a romper room rate and review. You were going to say that? We're going to put a... You were going to say that? (laughs) We were vibing before we even knew it. So we're going to put a link to what Rob Perum is in the show notes. You've got to go watch that. But today I want to say if your name is Jane, then this is your shout out to rate and review us. If you're not Jane, this week is not your week to leave a rate and review. You can (laughs) if you feel like being a super high achiever. However, if you are a Jane, whatever you're doing right now, we'd love you to stop, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify that will really help us to reach more people. So, Jane, so this is your week. What are we going to do, Amy? You are so ridiculously silly because now we've got to go and go call out 
to all the fabiolas and all of the <laughs> no 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 so this is what I was thinking I did think about that and mm. I thought no this week it's Jane and next week it's whoever's born on the 12th of every month and then next week we want to okay. know if you're currently walking a dog so I think it doesn't just need to be a name okay I think good. it's just the specific thing this is what I was thinking about you know when you have okay. those shower thoughts yes I know you I had good thoughts. I was shower. like freaking out, going, "Oh my goodness!" My name was never said. <laughs> and yes, I, no, I agree. It can't be so that now, every week. You know, because I, as soon as you said "romper room," I heard the collective sigh of all the forty-plus-year-old women across Australia whose name was never called. On who wasn't room. Rebecca, Sarah, Laura, Amy, Jane, Jane. <laughs> <laughs> so today, Jane is your day but next week like it might be your day if you're, if you're wearing leggings it's always been jane's day hasn't it <laughs> at least i didn't say karen <laughs> karen hasn't been good at getting a good rap lately <laughs> no we're sorry karen <laughs> so jane this is your week next week keep your ear out for who we would ask to leave a review and now we've got to remember to do that <laughs> i'll remember <laughs> You are awesome, Amy. Thank you for being my crazy, crazy partner in this crazy ride of podcasting and business. And thank you for always entertaining us and particularly me. (laughs) I entertain myself too, so it's all good. We hope this has been helpful. There's lots of things we've referred to in the show notes. So if you don't know what the show notes are, just click in through the episode on your podcast app and you'll be able to see um, just the the main talking points um, and links that you can click on. So that might be a new thing for you today if you're new to podcasts. And you can always find our show notes over on our website under theartofdecluttering.com.au slash podcast. And then you just need to find the specific podcast that you are listening to. And there's a search button in there so you can always search and write magic wardrobe number because why wouldn't we call our podcast? Exactly. That's going to go off on our SEO. I just can feel it right now. Ah, the most trending hashtag magic wardrobe number. Yep. Hashtag away, peeps. We hope that we haven't put you to sleep today and that you enjoy whatever it is that you've got going on today or tonight, wherever you are listening. Have a good week and we'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us. If you've learned something awesome today, we'd love you to leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook so others can find our podcast too. Don't forget you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website, artofdecluttering.com.au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there. If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com slash theartofdecluttering. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.